Nights. It's Friday, December 10th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, dedicating your life to the act of masturbation. Plus, the greasy butt bandit has been caught, murdering geese the wrong way. And I introduce you to one of the most mentally ill screeching women to ever be featured on this show. All coming up today. On the first day of TV, means in memory, a dirty crack or dying of HIV. You mean the law virus. On the second day of TV, means in memory, two sloppy comforts in the TV. On the third day of TV, means in memory, three explosive shit, two sloppy comforts in the HIV positive because I took a damn AIDS test. Spoiler the moment bullshit. On the fourth day of DVD Hinton played for me. Four Dick and Nuts. Three explosive shits. Two sloppy comforts in the dirty crack or doing of HIV. That's how it goes. On the fifth day of DVD Hinton played for me. Five Gordon Shewers. <laughs> Four Dick and Nuts. Six day of TV, Jim Henson played for me. Six recalculus, you turn four. Take a nut. Three explosive shits, choose sloppy comforts into dirty record. Doing a VJV. On the seventh day of TV, Jim Henson played for me. Seven gainers, gainers, six recalculus, you turn Sweet rectum. Three explosive shakes. Slowly comfort. This is the fun thing. On the ninth day of TV, Jim Henson in your head. Nine beaters, beaters. Penis. Eight pussy screaming. Seven gators, gators. Six recalculus, you talk. I love those jaws. Five gorgeous. Fuck off. Four. Dick and nut. Three explosive shakes. How many people 
people my infecting. The Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Stuff my fucking asshole. That's it. Stuff the fucking shit box. I'm a mommy. I'm a mommy. A lot of uh, hot liquid poo just went out all at once. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Got a great program for you. I thought we'd check in with Stephen Asante and see where exactly he's at in the depths of his ever-worsening mental illness. You may remember Stephen Asante was featured many times on DB. He's a big, huge, fat man. Also a racist, he appeared on a couple episodes of My 600-Pound Life. I'm a human being! Yes, where he most notably fell off the back of a golf cart. Earlier this year, Distorted View Freaks, led by Love Lady Cat Lady, got me just an amazing birthday gift. A cameo from Steven. Hey, it's Steven Asante from My 600 Pound Life, and I want to wish Tim Henson a very happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. He's Marilyn Monroe. No, no. After singing, quite frankly, way too much of that song, he gave us his signature line. I'm a human being. Okay, if you say so. Guys, I rarely request a do-over, but I would like to try that Marilyn Monroe joke again. So here we go. Here's- Happy birthday yeah. to More like Marilyn Manure. Yes, nailed it. Second time's the charm. So I've got some clips here of Steven. You know, he's supposedly married to a woman. Several years ago, she appeared in a few of his videos, but since then, nada. He either killed her and ate her, or he was never really married to begin with. Many, like myself, have speculated that he is, in fact, a gay man, and uh, this first video certainly suggests that. (laughs) That's Steven. Oh, my God. Hold on, honey. Darling. After make a phone call. Oops, it's the AC remote. <laughs> Wrong. Now, Stephen has always asserted that he is heterosexual, although in a recent video, he states otherwise. Things have changed. Bitch, I'm trisexual. Doesn't fucking matter what the fuck I is. Yes, we need to know which group should be totally grossed out by you. Should straight people be shunning you or gay people? Come on. It appears he's answering questions posed in the chat. No, I don't want a gold tooth. I want a blue one. Steven is literally down to three teeth in his head. Someone wanted to know if he was going to get gold teeth. He's going to opt for blue. Because, you know, blue balls, blue tooth. Yeah, Steven's horny in this video, I think. Guys, I am not going on OnlyFans. What the fuck kind of person you think I is? Uh, We know what type of person you are. And, you know, you got Steven on a good day here. He seems to be in a happy mood. You get him when he's, like, jonesing for crack or meth or whatever the hell he's addicted to. 
I bet you there would be a different answer. If he needs money for drugs, yeah, OnlyFans is on the table. Now, excuse me while I vomit in my mouth. Just to show you what he's like in uh, a different state, here he is. Who cares about Britney shit, Spears? Who cares about shitney? Who gives a shit? Stupid. Not so happy anymore. Mm. By the way, he kind of owes some of his fame to Britney. Back when he was over 600 pounds, he recorded a song called Oops, I Gained More Weight. Check out the chapter artwork and you can see uh, what he looked like back then. Shirtless. As if he would even notice gaining a few pounds. Yeah, he's straight. The final video I have is the most recent video of Steven. He's not doing well. I know Vince Cameo's bitch. Fuck you. No, I'm not going to shave. Go fuck yourself. He's got that like the like the the neck beard with that wispy hair. Tell me what to fucking do. It appears he's answering questions posed in the chat. I don't think he likes the questions he's being asked. Fuck you. I think that's pretty much the rest of the clip. It's just him occasionally swearing. Suck my ass. Eat my cornhole, bitch. He doesn't even read the comments out loud, so we don't know what he's angry about. No, fuck you. I don't have a shower, bitch. Well, we know what that comment was. Well, there you go. That's Stephen Asante interacting with some of his fans or haters. I'm just, I'm surprised he's still alive. We'll see what 2022 brings. Speaking of punching down and making fun of the morbidly obese and drug addicted, that's how we roll here on DV. Earlier this week, maybe it was last week, we were talking about Thousand Pound Sisters. I was playing some clips from the most recent season, and it's easy to make fun of Tammy. Tammy's the one who can't lose weight. She pretty much does the opposite of everything she's supposed to do, including like getting a boyfriend who is a feeder. He likes fat women and wants to make them fatter. Every time she goes to the doctor, she gains more weight, so she's not approved for the weight loss surgery. Meanwhile, Amy is the sister that kind of looks after Tammy, has to cook for her. Amy got the weight loss surgery. She's still, like, super fat, but she's mobile. She was able to have a kid. She's married. Compared to Tammy, Amy really has her life together. So I thought... I gave Tammy so much hell recently on the podcast. I think it's only fair we do the same to Amy because she's living a kind of fucked up life, too. I learned, you know, a lot of the show is filmed in her house. Apparently, though, the cameras are very selective where they shoot because her house is a fucking mess. We're talking like hoarder situation here. It's actually worse than hoarders because sometimes like hoarders will be collectors of things that get out of control. Like you'll go into a hoarder house and there'll be like 10,000 clocks. That's not Amy. Amy's got garbage, trash everywhere. Like on top of her refrigerator, there's a bunch of stuff. A box of Trojans. I don't know if you can hear that because she's whispering. She's outside as there's a cleaning crew inside of her house. So she's outside and she just said, this is so embarrassing. 
At least she acknowledges that. Me and Michael have been trying to organize the house for a while now. So we bring in home organizers to help us get organized. But with all the mice and the bugs, I yes. just don't think I can cope with she it. She just gave birth to a... There's a baby living in that in that house. And there's mice and roaches all over the place. I don't know. I just... I hate having to ask people for help. We do need to help. We're having a struggle. That's her husband. I don't understand what the problem is. Just clean your house. Even if you want to keep some of the crap, you know, just get rid of the stuff that's causing the mice, like the food that you're leaving out. It's not that complicated. I mean, it's not a hoarder situation in that they're like wading through trash that's knee high. It's just that there's, you know, there's just like piles of garbage just sort of everywhere here and there. Just like pick it up and throw it away. It's not that hard. And they're not hoarders in that, you know, they want to keep everything. They don't have, like, an emotional attachment to this. They're just dirty, disgusting people. Where are you going? What are you doing? All right, so now they're going to go talk to the cleaning crew. Who They, they saw uh, Amy crying. So I see you're a little bit emotional. How are you doing? I'm all right. It's just I didn't want you to see the book. Yeah. Okay. It's disgusting. You know we aren't judging you, right? Right. Well, you should be. Some tough love is in order, I think. I guess I'm, I I don't know. It's in my head space, I guess. It's just, YouTube dogged me for years. Yeah, she's blaming YouTubers now because when she used to make videos on YouTube, people would comment, oh my God, your house is disgusting. There's a bug crawling on your food. You're doing a cooking video, and there's roaches all over the place. You can see why that's not exactly appetizing, right, Amy? I've been for years for having bugs in my videos and stuff. Then they show, like, an old YouTube video, and uh, Amy's in the kitchen, and bugs are crawling in the oven. So y'all can see what I'm doing. Yeah, we see what's going on. In the past, on my YouTube channel, a cockroach was in my video, and then the fans... They're not fans. They're, they're there to make fun of you. And haters. Yeah, haters. See, people were hating on me so much that it just broke me. Don't make YouTube videos then. It, it, it's not your job. It's not your career. You're not making money off of this. It's so hard. They made fun of me so much. The greatest thing happens as she's crying here, and I'm going to make an animated GIF. So she's talking, and as she's crying, and I'm trying so hard not to show them in my videos and stuff, and then y'all see them, and it's just hard. There's a cockroach climbing up the wall. I have to think TLC did that on purpose. Like, is that CGI'd in or something? It's too perfect. I'm trying to balance. My life as a mom, trying to be better as a mom than I was. Again, you don't work. I understand, you know, mom is a full-time job, but part of being a mom is, you know, cleaning your house. I'm trying to give him the best out of life. I hope I am. I don't know. Like a constant reminder of how, how nasty I was back then, I yeah. guess. Like, I wasn't, 
Like, even she admits that she was nasty. How can you blame YouTube viewers for calling you out uh, on the cockroach thing when you yourself admit you're fucking nasty? How nasty I was back then, I guess. Like, I wasn't... I was right. obese. And right. I wasn't going nowhere with my life. Yeah, you got it all figured out now, don't you, honey? <laughs> Seems like you're put together pretty well. It's just bringing back old memories. Yeah. Old memories? This is how you're living now. Since you've got the, the fucking weight loss surgery and you had a kid, nothing has changed. Yeah. Try to help yourself a little bit. Well, there's a, a short thousand pound sister update. Turning our attention to the Discord, the freaks over there found a new U-tard for us. Thank you, Dr. Hugbees, for this. This woman's name is Ashley Hatcher, and she is most certainly cuckoo crazy bananas. Every week, she posts upwards of 100 videos. Last week, for instance, she posted 78. It was a slow week for her. What type of content is she producing? It's a lot of, a lot of this. Uh-huh. Are you guys following? Because I am. I got snowsuit. Actually, the uh, title of this video is Help 911. They closed without telling me they have my snowsuit and blankets. Help, this is murder. Not exactly a catchy title. It's a bit wordy. She's literally drooling as she's screaming this. Lady, you came to the place too late. They're closed. That's murder! I'm got a fucking soda! Fucking murder! I don't want to be homeless again! I've already been homeless in the snow! I get that she doesn't want to be homeless again. No one does. This is your fucking fault! You fucking fix it! I'm just gonna click around here because, again, there are thousands of videos to choose from. Uh, this is Body House. I think this is her house. I have to buy bug spray today. Sounds like it's her house. Ow! She just fell. Why? Because they have my family spirits and flies and spiders. There's another family in here that has possession rights and they have their family on flies and spiders in this house address. He's like ramping up and down and the spiders and the and they have spaces open so they can pull in and out and steal from me. <laughs> I don't know if this is mental illness or drugs. This is one of her longer videos, clocking it at five minutes, and I'm just going to skip around here. Those face pins I pulled out because someone poisoned me. The only me I remember is the me on camera from the dance stripper panties. <laughs> what? I'm trying to make sense of this. The title of this video doesn't help. Body house, money, sister wives, flower girls, sex pleasure, livestock. Quite a lot to digest there. Here's another video. This is titled Sex Masturbation Orgasm Come Stuff Being Stolen Again. This might be a sexy video. 
Let's not interrupt my orgasm or my masturbation. I'm so sorry. Go go right ahead. I didn't mean to stop you. Give me blackout, pass out, stop breathing, near dying, going numb like lidocaine. Tay Tay in the wind, chicka chicka pay pay. Oh my God, this is what happened to Nell. Meth. And falling asleep with a barbed that has blades on it that I could cut a main artery. Guys, what's going on with this woman? Um, I'm going to provide a link on the show notes to her channel. She's got a couple. This is her most recent one. Please don't steal. And please don't put children in bed with me. Does that happen a lot to you? Is that how you got in trouble the last time? That should have been Josh Duggar's defense. Your Honor, I did not finger my sisters. Someone brought my sisters into my bedroom and uh, placed them down right on my hand. You know, it'd be worth a shot, I guess. These videos are interesting. The first one I played, she was just a screaming banshee. The second one, she was angry, but she wasn't yelling. And now she's talking kind of normal. Well, I mean, she's not talking normal, but in a normal tone. Go on. Take a look at the chapter artwork if you want to see what this woman looks like. Don't steal my fucking orgasm. Sorry, I didn't realize it was yours. Here, have it back. Why don't you just die in prison? And she's ramping back up. I, I need a diagnosis here. I, I don't know if anyone's listening to the show can can do that just by listening to this woman, but I am so curious what is wrong with her. Or do anything to it. It's not your dog. It's not your wife. You don't train other people's wives. You don't abuse other people's wives. All right, I think you get the idea there. There's one more clip I wanted to share with you. I believe she was banned from a Dollar General store. It's illegal. And you know it. You got court fines. I have court fines to pay now. And a fucking con artist landlady! I wanna leave! You cannot hold me and die and kill me! Yeah, everyone seems to want to kill her in her eyes. The store that closed that had her snowsuit? The Dollar General store that banned her? Like, lady, walk down the street. A couple blocks, you'll hit another Dollar General. No biggie. To get the law! It is not against the law to ban you from a store after they find you doing meth in the bathroom. More than dope! My dad is a Mexican mafia, you stupid! I don't take advantage! Angel daddies are not nice! It'll beat my ass! Okay, well, listen. I feel like we could get some good remixes out of her. Check out her YouTube channel. Her name is Ashley Hatcher, and she seems like a very well-adjusted individual. You fuck off! Oh, you fuck off, Ashley! You fuck off, and I'll be at Dollar General shopping. I did not want to be here. I got news for you. No one wants to be here. You are all my prisoner. <laughs> There's no escaping the clutches of DV. All right, couple more real short clips, and then we will get into the news. Thank you very much to Haley's Comet for finding this one. You've got an adult man with a very weak stomach trying to relay a story of what happened to him in the bathroom. Oh, honey. What? Nicole? This is the bathroom. 
lift the toilet seat up, and I'm not paying attention. I started going peeing. Guessing he found something in the bowl. Do you think he has that reaction to his own shit? Like, if he looked, you know, if he took a crap and then looked in the bowl before he flushed, would he start dry heaving? Guessing it's just other people's stuff. Somebody. Oh, pooped in there. Oh, as soon as I started peeing. Right there. Oh, oh, that is stuck. Stop. You just realized they're filming him. Girls, you gotta. Yes. One of his daughters. I'll do some shit like that. I didn't do it. I know what the hell. What if he said it? Bullshit. It wasn't me. You guys are the only ones in that freaking bathroom. I just went there. I don't ever go in there. I just went in there for the first time. First and last time he went in there. Oh. All right. Well, oh, That's right, the video ends with one last little dry heave there. Finally, Tyler Source Rex has let me know that the Wank Bank archives have been updated. The Wank Bank, for those of you that don't know, was set up by the host of a masturbation-themed podcast called Podcasturbation. The Wank Bank is specifically for chronic masturbators, gooner baiters. Guys who not only will uh, jerk off for hours on end, but they also love to talk about it. Again, it's a a voicemail line that you can call into and, uh, you know, leave audio of you masturbating or talking about masturbation. Here is one of the new calls. Hey, I was um, masturbating this weekend. Cool. Had some really long sessions where I was just tugging and pulling on my winger. Sure. And just you know, reflecting on my on my life. Did you reach for a bottle of pills or or a gun or something? That reflection had to have been very depressing. What am I doing with my life? I'm masturbating it away. I mean, some of these guys will masturbate for eight or nine hours. That's a work day. You do that a couple times a week, you've literally lost an entire day. And it's. I'm, I'm I'm really dedicated to masturbation. Some people dedicate their lives to community service, charity, really focusing on a useful skill. Not this guy. This man was born to jerk off. And you know what? He's reaching his goals. And, and I was realizing while I was masturbating that that wasn't my goal. I said it a long time ago. I kind of thought I, this is I wanted to grow up to be a masturbator. Every little boy's dream used to be fireman, police officer. Now it's, I want to grow up to be a chronic masturbator. And I did. I, I got to be honest with you. If uh, if I was, you know, when I was a kid, if I knew how good it felt to masturbate and what masturbation was, I I might try to dedicate my life to that, too. I'm a masturbator now. It's, it's, 
it's depressing sometimes, but other times <laughs> yeah. I like it because I like playing with myself. And... This call goes on for another two minutes. Let's move on and see what else is happening on the Wank Bank. Oh, my oh yeah, this guy's just calling in to masturbate. You can actually hear him jerking off if you listen closely. Stroker. Oh yeah. He kind of hangs up in shame uh, after he finishes coming. He's like, what the hell am I doing? I'm on the phone, what? He's like in some sort of like masturbation fog. Here's Mr. Diddle calling in. Oh, fucking masturbating. Yeah. I'm masturbating my penis. And I'm masturbating. And I'm masturbating. Oh my God, and it feels so good. Yeah, a lot of these uh, gooner baiters sound retarded. While they're jerking off, they repeat like, yeah, I'm masturbating and I'm masturbating and I'm going to bait my fucking dung and I'm going to bait when I'm going to bait her. <laughs> right? Oh, <laughs> it feels so good. They make a lot of those noises like. <laughs> feels so right. My penis in my hand when I'm masturbating. Mm. I'm masturbating my penis. Right. And I'm penising my penis. We got it. I'm masturbating my penis. Oh, and I'm masturbating. Oh, and I'm masturbating my penis. Oh. Oh, yeah. This is another one of those long calls. We got another two and a half minutes to go. Oh. Guys, you know, I'm going to fast forward halfway through, and and I I bet you it's going to be about the same. Masturbating my penis. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm masturbating. Oh, my God. Who would have thought? That's all right. I have a bunch more of these. Let's just do one more real quick and, uh, you know, see see the variety of calls. Uh, my pack room gets very, very hard. And I'm, or the lack of variety. Right now, uh, I, I'm a chronic vader. I can't stop. I come a lot. Uh, I masturbate constantly and uh, anywhere I can. Hey, your podcasturbation's target audience. And, uh... Okay, I put cum anywhere I can. I like to put cream anywhere, anywhere I can. Such as, give me some examples. Coffee? And I like for people to see me choking my penis. I do it so much, people see me a lot. I don't mind at all. I like to show off my penis and how I ejaculate. I ejaculate really big. I come on my face a lot and in my mouth. Quit bragging calling into the wank bank just to let people know that you can blow your load on your own face you're a showboater you're banned from the wank bank all right uh there you go just uh, a smattering of calls from masturbators calling into the masturbation hotline and with that let's get into the crazy bizarre twist of the fucked up news right up. <laughs> Distorted View Holiday Store is open and it is chock full of brand new DV merchandise. New t-shirt designs, long sleeve shirts, metal tumblers for your drink, mouse pads, 
Come fart candles, magnets, sticker packs, bottle openers, key rings. So many amazing ways for you to part with your money. Good quality, A+. You buy with confidence. Happiness purchase with you money. Pharmacy blue pills at lowest price. Give her gift of stamina and girth. Number one online pharmacy. Make her scream with pleasure at store.distortedview.com. There's a link, of course, on distortedview.com and uh, all of my social media accounts. Been spamming that pretty heavily. Thank you to everyone who uh, got in early and started purchasing some stuff. Working on your orders right now. They're in production. Other ways to support the show. Oh, the biggest way, superfreaksideshow.com. That is our member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs and exclusive shows throughout the week. Yesterday, we did a Sideshow exclusive podcast. Great time to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, oh, we got some great news coming out of Nebraska. Police think they've finally nabbed the butt bandit. Boys, we got him. Yes, police have arrested a man suspected of leaving greasy graphic butt imprints on the windows of stores, churches, and schools in a small Nebraska town. A 35-year-old man was caught in the act by police early on Wednesday morning. That's according to Cherry County Attorney Eric Scott. The man hasn't been charged yet. They're trying to figure out what to charge him with. He left butt imprints. Wasn't stealing anything. It's not exactly vandalism. Maybe it is. I guess it all depends on how greasy his butt was. The man hasn't been charged yet, but authorities believe he is the vandal some town folks have dubbed the butt bandit. Beginning in the spring of 2007, this has been going on for nearly 15 years? Beginning in the spring of 2007, a mystery vandal visited businesses at night, pressing his naked behind, sometimes his groin, and sometimes both on windows. The marks were made with lotion or petroleum jelly, and while police had earlier worried copycat criminals were getting involved, Scott said they now believe it's the act of a lone deviant. Quote, this isn't normal behavior for Valentine, Nebraska. It's an embarrassment for the hardworking people who live here. I see it another way. It put this stupid city on the map. Have you ever heard of Valentine, Nebraska before? No. You're now the butt imprint capital of the world. You should own it. You should encourage others to leave their butt imprint. You can have a butt imprint festival. People from all around the country would come, squat down in a big vat of petroleum jelly, and leave their mark. And then you could set up concession stands. It could be a whole thing. It would be a huge moneymaker. People are so close-minded. The man was spotted by police at around 3.30 a.m. on Wednesday and arrested without incident. The suspect appears to be the same man caught on surveillance camera at the middle school last year. For those of you wondering, I don't think anyone cares, but okay, Valentine is a town of about 2,600 people in remote north-central Nebraska. The city was named one of the top wilderness towns in the country last year by National Geographic Adventure Magazine. What an honor. Keep in mind, it's not National Geographic Magazine, it's National Geographic Adventure Magazine, with a circulation of nearly 500 People from around the country send Valentine's Day cards to the city's post office so they can be mailed out with the word Valentine stamped on them. Oh, what an incredible waste of time, money, energy, and resources there. 
The past two summers, the bandit struck business after business, window after window. He stopped over the fall and winter because, you know, it got cold. During one particularly brazen session, virtually all the windows at a local hotel were imprinted. You have to applaud that. Very tenacious butt bandit. There you go. That's what's happening in Nebraska. Moving on now from Nebraska to Missouri, which is like to the south, east, maybe of Nebraska. Look, America is large. You can't expect me to remember where all the states are. There's like 73 of those things or something. A Missouri mother pleaded guilty to fraud after spending two years impersonating her 22-year-old daughter. She stole her identity and enrolled in college, then secured a bunch of student loans. Of course, all in her daughter's name. And she got a driver's license as well. I don't know how she swung that. Laura Oglesby, 48, adopted the identity of her estranged daughter, Laura, in 2016, who was 22 at the time, after applying for a social security card in her name. Oglesby had lived with her daughter in Arkansas before moving herself over two hours north to Missouri after the two lost contact. To the locals in the small town of Mountain View, Oglesby was a 22-year-old student named Lauren Hayes, who dated men who believed she was that young. Okay, what the hell is wrong with these guys? You can't tell the difference between a 22-year-old pussy and a 48-year-old cunt? A vagina that has pushed out at least one baby? Either college girls in this day and age are very loose, like their pussies are all just blown out, or this mother really did her kegels. Good on her. In reality, she was a mother in her 40s who had assumed her estranged daughter's identity and embezzled over $25,000. She now faces up to five years in prison without parole for social security fraud. Everyone believed it, according to Chief Jamie Perkins of the Mountain View Police Department. She even had boyfriends that believed that she was actually 22 years old. That had to have been a real self-esteem builder for her kind of confidence is worth going to prison for for 15 to 20 years in 2016 on the day of obtaining a fraudulent social security card in her daughter's name oglesby used the card to obtain a missouri driver's license oh that's how you do that a year later oglesby used the social security card again to enroll in southwest baptist university in missouri where she applied for and received financial aid to attend she got $9,400 in federal student loans, uh, $5,900 in Pell Grants, $337 for books, and uh, $1,863 in finance charges. Southwest Baptist University said it had cooperated fully with the investigation. The school did not confirm if Oglesby attended classes at the college or if she just you know, sort of took all that student loan money, blew it on uh, non-school-related stuff. That's what I did with my student loan money, by the way. Oh, it was always an exciting time when student loans were dispersed. That means there was going to be a one to two week period where Tim was living large. Red Lobster and Olive Garden every night. Vacations and computers. I just bought lots of shit. And then for the rest of the quarter or semester or whatever, it was pretty much a steady diet of ramen. And then on the weekends, I'd go home so my mom could make me food and do my laundry because I didn't have money to pay for that. To this day, I'm surprised I was not successful in college. After pleading guilty to the charges of social security fraud, Oglesby must pay $17,521 to the university, as well as restitution to her daughter for identity theft. 
Oglesby will face a sentencing of up to five years in federal prison without parole. You're wondering how the woman got caught. Well, her story began to unravel in 2018 when authorities in Arkansas contacted Mountain View Police Department. At the time, Oglesby was living with Avery and Wendy Parker, a couple in Mountain View who took her in from a nearby women's shelter after she claimed she was running away from a domestic violence situation. This woman's whole life is a lie. The couple said they treated Oglesby like she was their daughter. She was a giddy, silly girl. She was 22, but she acted 17. Neither of those ages are right. You need to more than double that 22. All right, the Parkers said they began to notice red flags with her shortly after they took her in. So they eventually reached out to a family member of theirs who happened to live in the same town Oglesby said she was from. At the same time, investigators were hot on her trail and already began to uncover the truth behind Oglesby's identity. The couple said they were shocked and angered upon learning of her crimes. Within 24 hours, Laura surfaced and was arrested. I try real hard to see the 45-year-old Laura so I can hate her, but all I can see is a 22-year-old Lauren who I just want to help. Like, get over it, lady. She scammed you, too. When she was arrested... Oglesby had been working at a city library in Mountain View for over a year under her daughter's identity. She was arrested on bench warrants from Arkansas with allegations of federal crimes in Arkansas and Missouri. She had lived that life for a couple of years and basically just ruined her daughter's credit. In a statement, uh, Southwest Baptist University said it had cooperated fully with the investigation and, quote, we are saddened to learn about the situation. Our prayers are with all involved. So there you go. Today I learned it's pretty easy to steal someone's identity. It's all about getting that social security card. And if you're related to the person, it's even easier. If you live in the same house, you could probably track down the birth certificate, and that's all you really need. We should all be stealing identities. It's easy and lucrative. Ting. All right, final story we have for you today. Looky here, we have one from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Jesus. Give me a hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then I hold my Florida. This almost fucked up state. Shepherd, hear me now. Florida is almost fucked up state. Praise be to the Lord. Yes, we prove it time and time again. Ten geese drowned in a South Florida lake after a homeowners association's attempt to trap sedate and euthanize them went horribly wrong and now will likely result in a fine. The Silver Lakes Homeowner Association hired a company, Pest Wildlife Pro, to remove 25 geese because some residents in the suburban Fort Lauderdale neighborhood found them to be uh, too loud and pooping machines. That's how Lord Douche describes me. Rolando Calzadilla, the company's owner, said he fed the geese bread laced with sedatives on Tuesday. Obviously, the sedatives were there to knock out the geese. Here's the problem. A loud car drove by, maybe backfired or something, freaked the geese out. Maybe the car had some of those bub rub uh, whistlers. a short-lived fad, wasn't it? People putting those things on their car and annoying their neighbors. But whatever noise the car made, it scared the geese. The loud car spooked them. 
the the drugged up birds then flew off, but the sedatives were just starting to kick in. Ten of the geese fell into the lake and promptly drowned <laughs> while he found the other 15 and euthanized them off site. Those birds probably fell to the ground, too, broke a wing or cracked their neck or something. Probably all in excruciating pain. Calzadilla said residents who saw what was happening charged at him and they were yelling and screaming. He said he had to call police for help, saying the situation was out of control. It's like, this is what you people wanted. You wanted me to kill him. Everyone hates the dog catcher in the neighborhood. It was just a bad situation. Calzadilla said the residents who like the geese and even name them are never, never the same people as the ones who get stuck with the noise in the cleanup. The homeowners association officers refused comment to the paper, but sent a notice to residents Wednesday saying the geese population had been rapidly increasing and they became aggressive. Letter called the drownings in an unfortunate matter. Calzadilla was expected to follow all laws and ordinances, including local ones. I mean, did this guy do anything wrong, though? The association had gotten complaints that the geese were eating flowers. And you know how old people love their fucking flowers. Government officials have put the blame on the Homeowners Association, sending the officers a letter Thursday that the association could be facing an unspecified fine. The city is a bird sanctuary. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. The city is a bird sanctuary, and its code says it's illegal to hunt, wound, molest, injure. Well, that should go without saying (laughs) molest, uh, injure or kill any bird within its limits. Calzadilla was not cited. When I lived in uh, Columbus, you know, and I go on my little old lady walks, geese were a problem, but not the noise or anything. It was the, uh, the goose shit on the sidewalk near this a huge pond. That was a big problem. So, yeah, I'm all for sedating and then snapping their little stupid goosenecks. All right, uh, that, my friends, is your distorted news. I'm an animal lover. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Well, looky here. We once again find ourselves at the end of the week. Thank you guys so much for uh, making it a fun time for me. And thank you once again to everyone uh, shopping at the Distorted View store. I did put a lot of effort into getting that up and running and coming out with uh, all these new stupid products. So if you like DV and you want some DV merchandise... Uh, you know what to do. All right, let's check in with a few callers. Hey, Tim Haley's comment. Two quick things about the Duggars, and I'll get the hell off your voicemail. Oh, yeah, a lot of people uh, have been asking me, why haven't I talked about Josh Duggar? You know, he was on trial for child porn. So yesterday I spent a good, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes really covering everything that happened and, and you know, gloating because I'm in a feud with the Duggars, I guess. So that was a lot of fun. If you want to hear it, it's uh, up on the, the Sideshow. It was the Sideshow exclusive program. And Haley's comment. Two quick things about the Duggars, and I'll get the hell off your voicemail. Uh, first, um, I think you, you've mentioned this in the show, but I just want to remind everyone. Uh, when Josh Duggar was busted uh, molesting his sisters the first time, his parents' response was to put him in a, uh, yeah, basically a work program run by a uh, Christian group. The leader of that Christian group, I can't find the article at the moment, was later convicted of child molestation himself. So, shit. The Do you think Josh rubbed off on him or her? Response. To- be funny if Josh was that persuasive. Like, at first, this religious leader, you know, his heart was in the right place trying to get Josh to stop wanting to molest little girls. And then Josh flipped him instead. Was like, hey, well, you know, you've never molested a little girl, so you don't even know if you really like it. Just try it once. 
and, and, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And then, you know, J- Josh got him over on, on his side. So the Duggars' response to their eldest child molesting multiple siblings was to have him work hard and get really sweaty under a man who was molesting children. Yeah. Uh, the second thing, now, I, I work in IT. <clears throat> a good hunk of my current job involves encrypting financial data to keep it secure. And it boggles my mind that Josh Duggar was smart enough to set up a dual-boot machine to keep his porn proclivity secret. Right. But he didn't think to encrypt the fucking drive. I mean, most Linux distributions, when you're running the installer give you the option of encrypting boot volumes and encrypting drives and you can add encrypt it, 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 it's it's the man's a complete fuck nut no one's arguing with that i keep thinking about the poor girls like the duggar girls who were molested it doesn't really seem like the parents are that concerned about them they made josh you know go to this work program or whatever but still like pretty sure josh was allowed in the house was allowed to be around. It's just, it was just, it's just really weird. Oh, as a matter of fact, we know that Josh was allowed back in the house because after the parents found out about the molestation, one of the religious leaders of the community suggested uh, to fix the problem is simple. You just got to buy a bigger house. There just, there just needs to be more space between the siblings and then the molestation will stop. Just um, awesome advice all around. It was It was well handled. Hey, Sam, this is Dave from Lincoln. Um, I'm just listening to a show from April 2018, and you brought up Don LaPree. And yeah. he said, yeah, I wonder what he's doing now. He's probably in jail for something or other. Maybe you've done an update on this, but... I, I think I, we've talked about Don LaPree. He's, uh, he died, didn't he? Heard it, but uh, I guess in 2011, he was uh, charged with like all kinds of conspiracy and mail right. fraud. And then in October 2011... It says he cut his own throat with a razor blade and bled out in prison. I think maybe we talked about... I have such a shitty memory, though. It it left me. I mean, he must have been potentially going away for a long time, like behind bars. I mean, to just decide to kill yourself. Don LaPree was the guy you would see on, uh, like, 90s late-night television infomercials. He was trying to sell some stupid system. It had something to do, I think, with uh, real estate. But it was all about, like, uh, his big thing was, like, yeah, using the power of local newspapers. You would just take out, all you got to do is take out small classified ads. These tiny ads can turn into big revenue. At no point did he ever actually say what you'd be selling, what these classified ads were for. I guess you were just supposed to get excited. Like, yeah, I can afford to take out a classified ad in a newspaper. Tell me I could make money off of that? And that would make you, you know, call the 1-800 number and order the system. And, of course, it was bullshit. All right, let's do a couple more voicemails here. Hey, Sam Catlady. I'm sorry I called him, like, every single day this week. Did not mean to. Uh, first, real quick. Uh, guys, uh, last time to, um, uh, last day to the Enter Secret Santa is Sunday. If I do not get your name in, even just your name, you don't have to give me anything else. Just give me your name that you want that you're interested. By this Monday, uh, by eight p.m. or sorry, eight a.m. PST, you know, Pacific Standard Time. Just, just okay. This weekend, guys, if you want to be a part of the Secret Santa, just make sure to contact Love Lady Cat Lady. Give her your name or something. 
This is like an unofficial Secret Santa thing. The freaks do it every year. It's a lot of fun. It's been very successful. Uh, if I do not get it before that, after that, then you're fucked and you have to wait a year. Um, otherwise, I would say Tuesday's show, I think it was, about the people that just forget they have things up their vagina and like, I, I can't forget that there's a tampon up there because I don't know, maybe it's just me, but they're huge. They're just, they're huge. And I have, I have had a ton of fucking sex. Like I've had, yeah. Um, 11 or 12 different guys in me. I've had dicks that were too big to fit. I've had dicks that Those were been stretched out a bit. Small. I've had dicks and you're still and you're saying the tampons are still girthy. Small sizes. But the fact that there's that you can like maybe they're porn stars or something. I don't know. But the fact that you can have a tampon up there and does it get wider? Like I don't really know how the vagina works, but like. Like maybe if you go up far enough, you know the the cavern sort of opens up into something a little more vast. I don't know, but it, it happens relatively often, so it's a problem. Jimmy Boo, it is September twenty second, okay. twenty twenty one. You are so goddamn behind on the free voicemail line. I'm working on it. That if you can play this message. On a free day, by December 1st, I will sign up for a yearly membership. Well, <laughs> I, I fucked up there. We're close, though. Only, uh, what, 10, 10 days out? All right, let's do one more here. Leave on a happy note. Hey, Tim, it's Dovaday. Dovaday! Um, I was just telling someone someone that I know, like, hey, you should just kill yourself. And it made me think, like, why don't you play the game Just Kill Yourself and call old people anymore? You haven't done that in a few oh, years. Yeah, I should. Um, I love that. You know what? It, it's getting very hard to call old people. Like, I would use these, like, white page websites, and I would just look up old people names, right? Like, I would go to, like, I don't know, Colorado, and then I would look up Dorothy Smith or Gertrude Smith. You know, just find old people names. Get their phone numbers. But now, even, like, old people are getting rid of their landlines or they're dying off or something. So it takes hours to find a working phone number that's connected to an old person. It's a real problem playing Why Don't You Kill Yourself when the person you're trying to get a hold of is already dead. I'll have to go back and pull that audio of the game because I don't remember how it was played. I think I would call an old person... And ask them a trivia question, but the trivia question would be pop culture related, like something no old person would know. It'd be a question about Travis Scott or Astro World or something. And the deal is, they would if they get the question right, they get a million dollars. If they get the question wrong, they have to kill themselves. The first time, I think the first and only time we played, we got a very sweet old woman on the line, and she got the question wrong, but refused to kill herself for me. I was pleading with her. I was like, this is going to give me so much publicity. I'm going to get in the the newspapers if you do this. And she wouldn't because she had grandkids or something. Uh, but yeah, that, that was a great bit. I will try to bring it back, Davide. Colin asked them like questions about run one direction or something. And then when they right. didn't answer right, yes. you go, well, you should just kill yourself. Why don't you kill yourself? Oh, <laughs> so that would be awesome, man. Hope you're having a good week. Cheers, man. Bye. All right. Thank you very much, Davide, and everyone calling into the voicemail line. Keep those calls coming. That is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. 
voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666-OH-GOD. Is it O-GOD? Just tell my fucking orgasm. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Again, guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. Don't forget the Distorted View store is open. Hey, it's payday. Blow some of that money. Or sign up for the sideshow. Whatever. Uh, I will see you back on Monday to do this all over again. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. It's Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. Fuck. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.